1: Love Talk Radio. This is Darkwing Duck, the Mallard of Might, and you're listening to the Dennis Daniel Show. Let's get DANGEROUS! From Daniel Studios in Cincinnati, Ohio, it's the Dennis Daniel Show! Tonight's guest, voice actress Michelle Ruff, and your announcer, me, Belle Dandy. And now, here's your host. He is Cincinnati's next big radio personality, Mr. Dennis (laughs) Daniels.
0: boys and girls and children of all ages, it's me, it's me, it's the good old Double D, or as you probably hear by now, Fondangle. Eh, sorry, not as good as the original. And you have tuned in to Blog Talk Radio's hottest talk show, The Dennis Daniel Show. I am, as always, the one, the only, kind of like the Fujiko of Blog Talk Radio, because I'm always stealing the show, and your girlfriend. Great Ziggler reference, Dennis Daniel. And folks, I am proud to say that this installment of the Dennis Daniel Show, right now, let it be known, 11.02 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, June 12, 2013, our 100th episode on the Shrimp Cast. That's right, 100 Episodes, and I am so excited. And there is no better way to celebrate 100 episodes than by kicking off our summer season here on Blog Talk Radio. For those who have listened to us for a long time, for those who have listened to us for a long time, we've been going every summer to bring you the better, the bigger guests, the bigger names, and the best interviews that you can find. As something we like to call the summer of bigger bigness. 3 so, we are officially on the road to the 20th anniversary of Otakon, and summertime means everything's bigger, hotter, and better on the Dennis Daniel show. And you don't gotta look any further than our guest tonight. I mean, one of her characters has flames on her bikini top. So, right there, indication this show is gonna get really, really hot. It's gonna get so hot, you might have to turn on your AC and crank it up to the max so you don't melt your speakers. Because tonight on the Dennis Daniel Show we have got voice acting great Michelle Ruff, and yes it's going to be a rough interview on me because oh, oh heaven and mercy oh my goodness some of the voices that she has done just could melt you. I think that she's best known and this is just my opinion you can take it for whatever you want as the seductive, sassy, sexy, spectacular, and just so seductive Fujiko Mine from the iconic Lupin the 3rd. So, officially having her on the show means we're restarting up Project Lupin. Now, for those who don't know, Project Lupin is where we highlight the four people that made the original Lupin the 3rd that was on Adult Swim, what it was and how it played a major impact in my uh, my love for anime. Because you know, when I was in high school, I was you know getting bored with the same old anime, the Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Kenshin, Sailor Moon, and I had a friend in high school. He would record, he would record Adult Swim for me, and the anime stuff that was on there. And of course, one show was Lupin the Third. And after seeing that first episode, and I'll never forget it, it was a safe bet. Seeing that episode got me hooked on this awesome show awesome cast. And when I got my radio program, I had to get them all on there. Now, of course, in 2011, we had Richard Epcar, who's best known as Jigen. So that was really cool. But we kind of hit a bit of a bump to doing the interviews. So we kind of put it on hold. But now we can get it back on the road with Project Lupin. And you've got to look no further in, in Lupin Third than the seductive Fujiko Mine. That's Mine, not mine. Mine. What is it about Fujiko that makes her so attractive, seductive and smart? I think it's because well, look at her name. Fuji-ko. In Japanese, that translates to mountain peaks of Fuji. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great joke. But anyway, you know, she she doesn't have to be the strongest person on the gang. She doesn't have to be, you know, the fastest. She plays with her mind and her body. A deadly combination. Ooh. Of course, she does favorite the Browning M1910. So, if she does ever need to to pull out a gun or so, she's well-armed. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love me some Fujiko. But anyway, aside from Fujiko, she's also known as Yoko Littner from the popular Gurren Logan, who's, you know, Fujiko-esque. She's got a giganto gun. You know, just point it up there and go... And, you know, and she's, she's very popular as well. And another iconic character, of course, Yuki Nagato from Haruhi Suzumiya. You know, the the one that talked like this and showed no emotion. I mean,
1: like,
0: kind of had a howl aspect to her. And, of course, she's also Chi from Chobits, uh, Rukia Kukichi from Bleach. Oh, and, and nobody tell her, I got Rukia some of that soul candy. But I got her the duck. Not Chappy the Rabbit. You'll see why later. But anyway, I can't do enough justice just talking about it, so here's a small demo reel of some of the roles that make Miss Ruff so incredible.
1: Gino, you've got to pull it together. We're not going to be able to kick anyone's butt if we don't get off this conveyor belt! Now, untie my hands so I can activate the tension beam! This is great! On our own, with no parents to tell us what to do, or give us food, or protect us from bears, or tell us where we are. Cool, huh? No, sorry. Pink is not the new black. Black is the old black. Well, it's not working because you're smiling. You can't smile and wear black, hello. Oh, I could play together, but all day. <laughs> okay, then hop on. I'm gonna get ready for the dirliest ride ever. <laughs> Yay! Is it true? That he's killing innocent people? Well, why are we all just standing here? I'm heading out now. I know the route to spearfish. Yeah! Idiot, let's go, boss. Yeah! Oh. Say a lady rat. Can I help you, hon? Say a lady rat. You want me to try that on? Say a lady rat. You look great. Say a lady rat. No, you don't look bad. The is Welcome to the world of Crestoria. A bad boy, Habel, will handle your bags. Habble. Habble. This is my key card. Take it to the T-Tech Lab building downtown. It'll give you access to restricted areas. Believe me, Agent Suarez, this isn't something I would say if I didn't fully believe it to be true. Come on, dude. Of course you can do it. Well, let me offer you a little motivation. Chicks dig rock stars. Beware what you say, for you are still mortal and open to the same weaknesses he and his brothers displayed. If you are to lay claim to my power, show that you are worthy. Hello. Oh, hi. I've been waiting to hear from you all day. So, how'd it go last night? No way. He did not say that. (laughs) What a loser. Opera. What a more boring thing if I ever did see it. Singing, making a big deal over nothing. Well, just get married already. That's what I say. I have trapped you here in the spirit realm. Your master may have fled, but you won't get away. (laughs) <laughs> there is no escape for you. <laughs> you know, the whole idea of this dance makes my blood boil. It's a cruel joke the school system plays on its students to make people like us feel like losers. Yep, I knew it. Dad lost. No, it's not. Just because we've driven by the same building three times in a row does not make a person lost. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. You know, there's more life than television and video games. Oh, I know. Why don't I go inside and make some peanut butter and oatmeal sandwiches? Oh, Steph, it's a great haircut. You know, no one can pull off that shapeless frizzy I-have-no-taste-at-all look-better-than-you. I think there's something endearing about a guy who still likes me, even after the rubber band from my braces pops off and snaps him in the forehead. Dear, dear, dear! Your pants are so low, the top of your what are showing Now unless you're planning on performing this evening's rendition of the Bus Cracker Ballet, I suggest you march right back upstairs and change.
0: Go go go. That was a pretty good uh doing some accents there. I like that sales lady rap, and uh sales lady rap. Do 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 kinda gotta kinda gotta write me a Fujiko rap now. Fujiko rap, she's got the looks. She Fujiko rap. And then she gets her hooks. Fujiko rap, she thinks she's the best. Fujiko's rap, she's got the very biggest smile. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. But um, anyway, let's get right into this. I'm excited. My guest is a uh, very talented voice actress who uh, many know best as uh, Rukia Kukichi from Bleach, which you can catch Saturdays at midnight on Toonami. uh Yoko Linder from Gurren Lagann, uh, Yuki Yakuto from the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, and of course the iconic Fujiko Mine from Lupin the Third, and she reprises her role in the brand new Lupin the Third: The Woman Called Fujiko Mine, which hits shelves July 30th. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, give it up for the one, the only, Miss Michelle Rose. <laughs> rough Thank you and welcome to the Dennis Daniel Show. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Thank you and welcome to the Dennis Daniel Show.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I was gonna do like the the crowd goes wild, but you you already had that all done for me.
0: Well, we gotta make you feel like you're the best guest on the show. I almost said something else I shouldn't have, but um. Anyway, it's a really big it's a really big honor to have you on. I, I gotta tell you, you've been in a lot of great shows that are that are just you know, just so top-notch, and, and, and again, whether people love you as uh, Yoko Littner from Gurren Lagen, she from Chobits, uh, Yuki Nagato from The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, or just because Fujiko is the breath. best, 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 I mean, I, mean, I mean best, I mean best, uh, you got it now. there you
1: go, I'm
0: I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't do these jokes, but. I gotta... Uh, no, no,
1: you gotta... It's just, so, but, you but know, um, her character lends itself to that, doesn't
0: it? Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, but, but you know, she, you know <laughs> that's... Again, you know, she uses that to her advantage, and that's what makes her so incredible. And, of course, you know, I, I've seen a lot of variations of the voices for Lupin. No one can do it better than you. No one can do it, which oh, is why I was so happy... You. Which is why I was so happy to hear that you were going to be uh, redoing your character in the new Lupin the Third series, The Woman Called Fujiko, which hits DVD shelves and stores July thirtieth from Funimation. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program. So, uh, what okay. got you interested? So, what got you interested in acting?
1: Um, well, I used to when I was going to college. I was studying um, video and radio production. I was I was a producer for a while. And I worked at a talent agency. I was um, a booking agent, basically, for a while. And uh, the guy that I worked for sent me up on an audition for a radio spot. And I was like, no, I'm not. You know, I'm behind the scenes. I'm behind the He's like, just go and do it. So I went, and um, I ended up booking the spot, which, uh, to my surprise, I heard it on the radio, like, the week after, without, you no. Know, notified from the people who used my spot they they just took my audition and put it on the radio and um I was like oh my gosh so that was kind of the start of it um and it's been full speed ahead ever since i mean i did little things while i was while i was going to college i went to michigan state and um then i went i moved to chicago and i and i really started pursuing it there
0: well, it sounds like you know that was the. It sounds like that little that little uh, little misstep got you into a, a career that just you know has just been out of the park. Uh, for those who don't know, Michelle has, according to BehindTheVoiceActors.com, dot com, over one hundred and seventy different credited roles so far in her career, and of course you wow. know that ranges. Yeah, I know, I know that's a lot, and I mean we're talking you know all kinds of great characters, and you know some small, some big. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from making another joke. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pull no, away. It's
1: okay. It's and okay. I,
0: I, I got I know I gotta gotta maintain some professionality on this show, and then again, professionality and Dennis Daniels show are two words that you don't normally mix together. They don't but, go um,
1: together, right?
0: Yeah, like oil and water. But uh, anyway, no. um, anyway, you were talking about uh, about going to Michigan State. Uh, do you have any kind of education in acting?
1: I do. Um I am uh improv trained, so after Michigan State I took some acting classes while I was at state, but then once I moved to Chicago I got with Second City um second City.
0: Hello, uh oh. Uh oh, it would appear that we just got dropped. Uh hang on one second, let me uh Uh oh, hang on. Let's try this Let's try this again. Uh oh. <laughs> Oops. Uh confounded interwebs. Ugh. Give it a second. Give it a second. Um uh, hell, I'm sorry, Michelle, we got it. We seem to have gotten dropped there. Oh
1: whatever. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Gosh, gosh Oh gosh. Okay, so let's let, let, let's let let's take that from the top again. Uh uh you, you said you had some education at uh, Michigan State. So, do you have any kind of education in acting?
1: Yes, I um I'm improv trained in Chicago from Chicago. So, after I graduated from Michigan State, I was a producer for a while and then I moved to Chicago and um I took uh Second City and Improv Olympic and Players workshop classes and a lot of different acting classes. I was in theater, I did children's theater, um and I took a lot of voiceover classes and did a demo while I was in Chicago. And then when I moved to California, when I moved to LA, I continued. You're always taking classes, uh, always, always, always. Like it's, it never ends because <laughs> you got to keep up with the times, you know? Because the industry changes, and you got to change. You know, you have to learn how to change with it. And the only way to do that is to is to take class, you know, to learn. Yeah.
0: Yeah I I can I'm trying to picture uh taking uh, a taking improv in Chicago I I can I can I can picture um Romeo and Juliet go Romeo Romeo where for art thou Romeo hey shut up there you <laughs> mook. I'm over here having a, having a bit of cheesecake there you know you know cheesecake you know home of the baby back ribs and a certain team in 2014 will be hoisting a super bowl trophy the team known as Daw Bears Da bears. Da, da bears. And home to a certain voice actress who is head above soldiers. Da Roths. Da Rahfs. Da
1: fulls. Da Ruffs. Da, da Bears. <laughs> da Gosh. Bears.
0: Yeah, the top three three top three things that came out of Chicago. Chicago
1: Bulls. Da da bulls. bulls. Oh, rough. Oh,
0: oh. Yeah, the rough. No, 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 no. It's all right. Four things: the Bulls, the Bears, CM Punk, and Michelle Ruff. So, <laughs> okay. Anyway, blogtalkradio.com. This is Dennis Daniel's show. We've got Michelle Ruff on the air, best known as Fujiko Mine from Lupin the Third, and she reprises her iconic role in Lupin the Third, the Woman Called Fujiko Mine, which hits shelves July thirtieth. So, um, how do you personally prepare to audition for a role?
1: Um, well, it depends on the role, you know, if it's, um, and I, I know this is one of your questions, but we'll skim over it right now. If it's a video game, it's a different type of audition than it is from, let's say, um, a commercial, you know, and a commercial audition is different from original animation, so everything has this kind of its own vibe, Um mm-hmm. But one thing that that remains true for every single audition is that good good at acting skills I mean they're not just looking for a pretty voice anymore you know it's not about announcery type reads they really want they really want to hear like if you're if you're selling let's say I'm doing an audition for Mcdonald's um so they really want to hear you selling their product, like really but but it's like no selling announcery read. So they want real people who can act, you know, they want to hear you enjoying their product and loving their product. So an audition for something like that is going to be a little bit different from let's say an audition for Cartoon Network. You know, if it's like a cartoony read, I have to go through the copy and come up with a character and um you know, create a character and then, you know, go from there and lay it down. A lot of reads we do at home now. A lot of people record auditions from home. So, um, you know, and then you just you edit it and you send it in to your agent. Well, that sounds pretty cool.
0: That's you know, you know I, I think if you sold something from McDonald's, everybody would buy it.
1: that will <laughs> Yes, I I will. I
0: will. I just I just the one thing I don't recommend is trying to sell a Big Mac as Yuki because you go contents <laughs> contain 200% <laughs> vegetable oil. Soon I I again I can't I can't it think about can that top. Patty,
1: special
0: sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. <laughs> oh, and then you got the robotics but dot dot dot
1: <laughs>
0: that's, a, that's a
1: great, that's a
0: great joke. <laughs> so oh boy, yes, but no, I, I mean, I, I, I mean that demo reel right there. That demo reel right there just, you know, showed the incredible range that you have of the voice actress and why I think you've been, yeah. you know, so successful for so many, many years. Like I was, I was saying before the interview, you know, I can remember watching, you know, Digimon uh, season four, and of course that was uh-huh. the. Uh, that was with the uh, the the, uh, the the spirit the thing where you swipe. Oh wait, that was the third one. The the spirit the, the frontier Digimon Frontier. I, I can never right. remember those. And, and 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 listening to to guys like to like you and Steve Bloom and Crispin Freeman, you know, do this awesome show. And you're like these guys are so good. And and then to, to watch guys in other shows, you know, like, like Lupin, like Cowboy Bebop, like Fully Cooly, like Haruhi Suzumiya, like Lucky Star. It, you know, it, It's so cool that you guys continue to evolve with your craft and make these characters that have just become icons in the anime industry.
1: That's cool. That's cool I to hear that. You know, because cause, we just, especially with anime, it's like you're in the booth by yourself, you know, and you're doing a character and you never know how it's going to be received, you know. I mean, you never know how what people are going to think of it or how, you know, how how it's going to end up sounding in the end. You just kind of, you just go in there, and for me, I just pour my heart in, into it and hope that it sounds, you know, hope that it passes the test. Because <laughs> the fans are the biggest, you know, fans are, are fans, but they're also the biggest critics. So if fans aren't happy, then... You know, then you know you have to you have to work harder. You got to get in
0: yeah. there and work a little harder. Yeah. Well, sometimes the fans can be be a little jerkish. Uh, I remember back in 2010 when we were talking <laughs> with uh we were talking with Wendy Lee about uh, her English version of God Knows from Susan Mia. And they they these fans they tore it apart just because you know it you know it didn't sync up to the to the to the vote to the mouth movements. And and they were, and then she okay. explained that you know sometimes. You know, sometimes it's the video's fault. You know, the, the people uploading it. You know, I it, it was out of sync, and and I think that can, you know, that can be really cruel But they take it out on on guys like Wendy, who you know is just another another phenomenal voice actress, and you know, just mm-hmm. one of the best out there, because of a simple yeah. video error. When you guys, you know, pour your pour your heart and soul into these characters. And, again, that's really not the coolest thing. So, guys, if something doesn't (laughs) sound right, don't don't bust Michelle's chops. If you
1: You don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't have anything
0: nice to say, then say it on 4chan. Leave her alone. She doesn't – no, 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 no. If they want to say, if they want to talk crap, they can go to the biggest cesspool of the internet and they can talk their crap, where no one will there see it go. and it will be and no one will be hurt by it. But that's like the I said,
1: internet cesspool. I like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, hey, they, that's what they call themselves. I don't call them that. That's what they call themselves. But uh, anyway, <laughs> we're, we're talking about some so you voiced some of the biggest characters in anime. I don't think you can get any bigger and that's in more ways than one than this character. One of my all time favorite roles you've done is Fujiko from the classic Lupin the third. What was it like working on the uh, pioneer version of the series? And what did you think of your character?
1: Um, well, it was, um, it was interesting because when I went into audition, I had been doing, you know, some anime up to that point.
0: And, um,
1: Fujiko was very different from all any other anime character I'd ever done. Um, you know, she didn't I don't think she really fit, you know how there's certain archetypes for females in anime. I don't think she really fits into any of those archetypes. Like she's just kind of on in, in, in her own category. And so it was really fun for me because I didn't have to um, I mean, we listened to Japanese preview, but I didn't have to match the Japanese actress's tone or her voice or or anything. I could do whatever I wanted with it. So it just made it so much fun, you know, because I created this character that um, that I got to create. And the producers and, and Richard Epcar was directing at the time loved it. It was like, yes, that's it. That's her. That is her so you know for when when we were working with pioneer it was a great experience and um i've actually gone on to work with the producer hereaway on some other projects uh i she she produced um green later so i've worked with her on, on other projects too but uh you know she's kind of a risk taker so that was fun you know
0: and yeah yes but like i said no one could fill that cat suit just like you could. I mean, Fujiko's been done by many different voice actors uh, Edie Miraman, uh, Michelle Seedman, Tony Berry, Dorothy Fawn, Meredith McCoy. No, 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 no. And I say this, I take this to my grave. Give me Michelle Ruff Fujiko any day of the week because she just made that character. She made her hot. She made her seductive. She made her sexy. And overall, she made her a badass. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> uh,
1: well, wait right. to see the wait see the next thirteen episodes
0: coming out. Yes, and, and you know, and, and, and I I got a little I got a little rant I want I want to go on about that, but like I said, we'll go on about on about that a little later on in the program. Um, moving along, another character that you know was really cool that you've been playing for quite a while now is uh, a Kukichi from Bleach, which airs Saturday at yeah. midnight. Yeah, Rukia. You know, you
1: know Rukia black hair.
0: Kuchy. Yeah, Rukia. <laughs> Rukia Kukuchi. Kuchiki, Rukia
1: Kuchki. <laughs> are you sure it's not?
0: Is that case silent?
1: I, think it's a solid I swear to God, it's Rukia Kuchki. I've been playing her for seven years now, I swear to you. Um, okay. On the Holy Bible, it's Rukia not
0: don't, don't swear on the Bible. Don't do that, please. Please don't do that. Okay. You also play Rukia Kuchki.
1: There you Ruk- go. You got
0: it I, now. I, I got to say, she's going <laughs> to kick my ass. That's
1: right. I, <laughs> my name is Rukia Kuchki.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't got Chappie the rabbit. Deal with the duck.
1: <laughs>
0: we will take this. Yeah, if you don't like it, we will take this outside. I am afraid. Yes, we will. I am afraid. I I am afraid. afraid you a the <laughs> Ooh, ooh, boogie, 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 boogie. So scared. Well, anyway, you also play Rukia Kuchiki from Bleach, which airs Saturdays at midnight on Toonami pop. Um so what is it like playing her and what do you think of the relationship she and Ichigo are, are in, you know, a love-hate relationship. They love to hate each other.
1: Um I don't think they hate each other. I think they I uh, you know, they're like an old married couple but they're not. You know what I mean? It's like um they they like to tease each other and they feed off of each other but I really think that they love each other on a, you know, like a brother-sister kind of level. You know, it's more of like um, a banter, a teasing. Um, I I think they have a, a lovely relationship, and they accept each other, and, uh, you know, they have each other's back. I mean, God, Rookie is always getting hurt or into trouble, and Ichigo will be there. No, no, he always comes for her, so... You know who wouldn't want who wouldn't want somebody like that in their corner? <laughs> mm. I'll take it. <laughs>
0: Not sure if I would. I, I I I don't know. But anyway, you know bleach is you know bleach has been going on for quite a while now. I, I remember when it first came out. That was a oh boy, was that what two thousand and eight maybe?
1: Was it two thousand eight? Yeah, what? I think it was b- before that even.
0: Let's check it. Let's check it out. Let's,
1: check
0: it out. It might have been...
1: let's
0: see what Let's see what the internet says about. Oh, that's well wrong bleach. That's bleach Clorox bleach. We don't want bleach Clorox bleach. We want bleach anime. Oh <laughs> uh, god. <laughs> um let's see according to Wikipedia cuz they're always reliable. The the series yes. of manga, the series of manga has been around since August of 2001. So we're pushing 12 years. And the, yeah, um, but
1: we didn't do, We didn't start the recording in two thousand and one, though. Well, I don't yeah, think um, we started it till. Yeah, it I want to say maybe. Huh?
0: It says here that uh, cartoon network's Adult Swim began airing Bleach in the United States on September ninth, two thousand and six. So, holy crap! This year it turned yeah. seven. Seven?
1: Yeah! Wow! That's right. crazy.
0: Uh, currently listed are 366 episodes. What the hell? 366?
1: Not as many as Naruto. Oh. Uh, Naruto is like never ending.
0: This is the show that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Gosh, well, well, according according to this, the anime uh, had an eight-year run. It ended uh, last March, so uh, maybe Yeah. Hopefully, uh, maybe you'll be all be uh, getting near the end. But you know what? Maybe that's not a good thing. So, uh, knock on wood. You know, cause,
1: well, yeah, no, we're coming, we're coming to the end because you know they stop making episodes. So once we have all the episodes that they've made, then it'll you know it'll finish up here too. Aww. So But it's been fun, run. I know it's been my longest running character, and I love her. You know, I love Rukia. She's my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, she's, she's, she, she's, she's a badass. I I wouldn't want to mess with her she in the dark is. alley.
1: I I'll, wouldn't mi- want to... I'll miss her. I'll miss her. I will. She's like become a part of my life, part of my life. You know, she's like a sister. <laughs> well, yeah. well it, yeah,
0: I know. It, 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 we talk with a lot of voice actors about, you know, favorite characters and, and everyone says that these characters are like, like part of the family, but she, you know, yeah, with, they the, are. with the love that the uh, series has gotten, you know, with with the amounts of uh, of DVDs, movies, cosplays, even if the show ends, Michelle Rukia will live on and forever in the hearts of many otaku and fans across the nation. The end. Oh,
1: the end. Well, wow. and of course, of
0: course, of course, you go into all these conventions, you can see all these Rukia cosplayers. Um, I, I assume a fair share of Yuki's. Maybe a, maybe a, one or two Fujikos, because not many people can pull off the cat suit. Trust me, I've tried.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever seen anybody dressed as Fujiko. I've seen a couple of girls dressed as Yuki, or not Yuki, Um, um uh, what do you call it, uh, from Grand Laga. Yoko with? Yeah, no. Yoko. I'm having a brain fart. Yeah. Yoko, Yoko the, Oh no. with no, the flame bathing suit. <laughs> not Yoko. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so there. Um, you know, with the flame bathing suit and the hot pants and the and the boots. And uh, the couple of girls I've seen looked really great. I was like, oh, my God, wow. That takes balls walking around like that for sure. It takes balls to
0: carry a gun that big around a convention center all weekend. Yeah,
1: that's true. some girl, I can't remember where I was at recently, but some girl had made a gun, like made, you know, like her big ass gun, like from the series, and was carrying it around with her all weekend. It was so heavy. I'm like, oh my god, you're just crazy. Well, hopefully, she got it signed. I think, yeah, I did sign
0: it. See that? See that? I that's did. the cool thing about about these props. Even though they're big and awesome, you know, they they admire people admire them, and getting it signed by the person that plays the character for real, it was it's like a knighthood, essentially. It's just <laughs> like being knighted by the queen. And uh you know oh you my God. i i i know i I know I just but it's the truth, it's the honest to Pete truth you know you you do a lot of great characters, and a lot of them you know it's really cool, and, but speaking of of Yoko, that's another one of our um our questions another popular character you're known for is Yoko Littner from the popular Gurren Lagann so what was it like working on that series, and what did you like most about Yoko?
1: Well, she was pretty badass, too, you know. But I liked her because she was so volatile. Like, she was very emotional. <laughs> you know, kind of a firecracker. And uh, she would just go off, you know. Um, and she was easily teasable. Like, the guys would always tease her about a big butt, and, you know, she would get so mad. Um, then she'd be like, ah, silly, awful, a lad. <laughs> you know. But I just loved her. I loved that, like, unpredictableness of her, you know. And then there was, you know, I I can't, I don't want to ruin it. Some people maybe haven't seen it, but um, when a certain character leaves us, uh, she gets very, very emotional. And, you know. know, there's, yeah, there's that scene, I think she's in the cafeteria where I'm crying. And those were like real tears. You know, when I do a scene where I have to cry, I find something, to cry about, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So those were, you know, that. I mean, I just loved how all over the place she was. But then I didn't like it that she became a teacher. I don't know. I didn't get that. What, what was that all
0: about? Yeah. What was that all about? I don't know.
1: I was and, like, and, Sorry. <laughs> so she
0: goes from this badass gun to teaching children. Wow.
1: Yeah. Like what? Okay. Did they know her past? Like, how did that happen?
0: Ugh, I have no idea, but yes, it was. Yes, that you was do
1: a background check on her. <laughs>
0: well, this is like in the near future, like in the near distant future, you know, next Sunday, AD, and what all that. So maybe they don't have the computers that they they have, and they can't check out what her background is. But then I'm not sure. Oh, you
1: got the whole backstory. Yeah.
0: This. Well, I'm not exactly sure, but um, yes, that was a very that was a very sad moment when a certain character left this great world and left everyone and who touched him made the life worth living. We will never forget <laughs> you, right, heart of anime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh, that was sad. We, we we talked with that voice actor about it. We both agree that you know that was one of the greatest anime characters ever, who taught us to believe in ourselves, for he believed in us.
1: Aww. That was. That was...
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Enough. Okay, enough. Enough of this soppy stuff. Let's uh, move on. And now, of course. Uh, we got to talk about you know just this one another character that you know you've done. One. Oh, by the way, blogtalkradio.com. dot com. This is the Dennis Daniel Show. We've got Michelle Ruff on the air, best known as Fujiko Mine from Lupin the Third, Yoko Littner from Guren Lagann, and this next character, which I think was. I, I thought was a could have been a real challenge for someone of your caliber. I, another role that you that was unique to me was, of course, Yuki Nagato from the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. So, what was it like working uh-huh. on in that series, especially with a character that didn't really show a range of emotion like your other well-known characters? She just stayed in the same robotic state. Oh, y'all like- oh I know.
1: My God, it was really honestly. She's probably one of the hardest characters I've had to do, um, just because. I mean, I can do that really well, but my voice kind of lends itself in normal speech to, you know, a little bit of a perky aspect. So I, um, you know, we had to really find it. And then she would have those long-ass technical speeches that were like, you know, where she's just blabbing away like a paragraph at a time about all of this, you know, nanosecond millimeters, of blah, 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 blah. blah. And I would have to stay in that range. And it was really physical, which is so weird because she's so emotionless and so, like, monotone. But it was like I would have to just be completely still. And I would have to, like, I had to kind of bend. It's weird. It came from a certain place in my diaphragm. And it was just like a workout doing her. I was like, Oh man, you wouldn't think it would be that
0: difficult. But i, I, know, I, know, no, I, I it. Yeah, I know. I was um, I was googling some um quotes and uh and, and, and this is one that she says and and I'm gonna try this with my best Yugi. An organic life contact purpose humanoid <laughs> interface created by the data interface through entity which supervises <laughs> the galaxy. That would be me. And I'm like I'm like, Well, well, well slow down. You lost me after the word
1: and <laughs> exactly and, and you
0: did this for what 26 episodes for the first episode for the first season you did it in the, uh-huh. uh, in, the in the melancholy of Haruhi Chan and then you did it for the uh-huh. second season of Haruhi and then you did it for the uh the disappearance of Haruhi Susan, mia which by the way also awesome <laughs> yeah. movie but i just i could not imagine just Doing the monotone for that—I mean, I mean, just, just look at me. I'm crazy. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm like, ah! I could not do the Bueller, Bueller, beep 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 beep, beep <laughs> zero 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 one zero one zero one two maybe a three, but I—I I, I could not imagine. But of course, you know, you doing the great roles like that—that that just makes you all the better for it. So you could do that if—if there was a character like that in the future, you could do it easily.
1: I could, yes, but it would not be the same as Yuki.
0: Nothing would uh, ever
1: be Yuki. Yeah. I, I, I think that
0: would be. A, I think that's a blessing in disguise, Michelle.
1: Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Although if Yuki ever came back, I would. I would love to play her again. I was sad when she went away too. Yeah. Another one of my children.
0: <laughs> well, was she really a child, or was she more of a robot, android, cyborg?
1: She was one of my children. You know, I don't. Uh, uh, I can't um I you know, I have to treat all my children the same, so it doesn't matter what her what her cultural yeah. background was. <laughs> yeah, well
0: I I say this with everyone that says that their characters are like their children. That must be a really screwed up family photo.
1: Oh, you are talking about one dysfunctional family here for uh, sure. <laughs> oh, <gee. laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, I could this I could make so many jokes,
1: right. family oh, photo. <laughs>
0: but that that's got to be one heck of a family. I I would I I would love to see that family reunion. I swear I would. I don't care who you are. That that's would funny, be a right? fun
1: family reunion. That would so, be. Yeah.
0: But well, anyway, since everyone's your children, I'll I will i want not ask what your favorite character is because that's normally a really hard question for our audience, our, so our guests hard. to answer. Yeah,
1: so, it really is.
0: So we'll skip that. We'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll that one. will go bye bye. So anyway, outside okay. of voice outside of voice acting for anime, you've also voiced for more than several dozen video games, including Catherine McBride in the hit Catherine, and Etna mm-hmm. from the Disgaea series. I pray I'm getting that one right. Did Disgaea. I say it right? Disgaea. Disgaea, gosh,
1: Disgaea. that's the last.
0: One. Is it Etna or Eatna? <laughs> it's Etna? you got that one right. Etna,
1: okay. Good, that's the last Wait, thing
0: how I need. Coody cooie chicky chicken. I yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let me get let me at least get they're right because that's the last thing I need right now. Some little girl in a in a little bikini that doesn't even belong in that to begin with. chasing me down now, but let's 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 get that. So anyway, like I said, you you uh your voice in several great video games. Um so you, you talked about um, video game voice acting differing from anime voice acting. So uh, do you prefer one over the other?
1: Um, I mean, anime, you know, anime and original is usually a little easier vocally-wise. Video games can be vocally stressful. So I don't mind doing video games, and it's fun, like, you know, I got to do a game um, last week. Well, I've worked with uh, a really great director on a couple of different projects, which I can't talk about, obviously, because of NDA. The NDA won't let me say, kids. Yeah, the NDA won't let me say. Um, But, you know, you get to go in and play a really cool character, and it's, uh, you know, you're there for maybe an hour You know, if it's not a huge, like some player games where you're actually playing the player, you're going to be there longer and there's more of a connection to the player or to the character. But if you're going in and playing like an ancillary character or, you know, one of the smaller characters, it's fun because you're kind of like, um, I would call it um, the expendable crew person, like from, you know, from Star, uh, Star Trek. Where it's like you know I'm the crew person in the in the red shirt that's going to get killed when we get off of the you know when we leave the ship. But you're there you know you you do, do things and then you're out the door and you're not you know it's like it's fun and you're part of the game and it's cool. So I like doing that. I mean that's cool. Obviously Catherine was you know a much more involved character and I really enjoyed doing that too. So, it just depends. Um, but generally, I mean, I like getting involved with a character, you know. I like the meat and the bones of the care of the character and the character arc and the story and the change that a character makes. So, that to me is is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, well yeah, well I was I was uh, looking at some of the uh, video game characters you played. You played a lot of cool ones. I mean you've gotten to play Jill Valentine from Resident Evil, Operation Raccoon City, uh-huh. and Resident Evil Resol- Revelations. Uh you've gotten to uh-huh. play Crimson Viper from the Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three and Street Fighter Four and Super Duper Street Fighter Four. Uh mm-hmm. Okay, okay, Super Duper, that's not it. Uh just to it. Sure. Uh you've got <laughs> And what's cool is that uh, certain characters you played, you've also got to play them in their anime counterparts, like Crimson Viper and Etna from Disgaea and Street Fighter. You've mm-hmm. actually gotten to play over in the anime crossover. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, sometimes, sometimes the video game can carry on over into the anime aspect, and that's pretty cool, especially if you yeah. get to play the, uh, and, and sometimes Vice versa, which is in the case for Rukia, because you played her in Bleach Soul Resurrection. So, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you get to play the character in the video game and the anime, and sometimes you play the character in the anime in the video game. So, you know, so it's That's like a vice-versa right.
1: thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, I guess if the anime title is popular enough, then they bring it, you know, they bring it to video game or, you know, vice versa. Like with Disgaea, I did the series first, and then I did the video game. So... Like the series came first, and then now it's like all a bunch of video games. Like we haven't done a series in a long time,
0: you know. Yeah, it's just it's like it's like hey, 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 if, if that means that you know, you know, you, you, get, you get to do a classic character that everyone loves for some bizarre reason, because I I don't know who would like a little girl in a bikini and have devil wings. That's that's personally not, that's not my cup of tea, but you know some people do like that. So,
1: it's an it overboard. Careful. <laughs> Careful how you think about her now. She's
0: another one of my children. You know, I'm gonna get my ass kicked by every member of your family.
1: I can't say anything <laughs> without getting my ass
0: kicked on this show.
1: Yeah, What's you up? better watch out. If I ever see you on the street, sir, you are done. I
0: I got I, 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 I took crap from a rookie cosplayer at Otakon last year. I ain't afraid to put up my fist. Well, actually, yes, I am. Yeah. I, Yes, but um, yeah, um, and of course, one of my all-time favorite games that you got to play in was, of course, Lupin III: Treasure of the Sorcerer King, which I thought was a fantastic game. I don't know why it got so low scores. It was a lot of fun getting to play as Lupin, and you even had a little mini Fujiko mini game and that was a lot of fun, where you would run around trying to collect hearts and stuff. That was a lot of fun, and of course, I, you know, I don't
1: even remember. I don't even remember doing that. Isn't that funny? That must well, have been we, a long time ago.
0: Well, we need to get you a PS4 and get and uh, get you a copy of this game because it's a lot of fun. Because you get to play, I mean, I you don't really get to play as Fujiko, but, but then again, I guess you know she has to be in the background so she can trick Lupin out of everything, which you know is right. Fuj- Fujiko 101. But um, anyway, anyway, <laughs> speaking, I'm sorry, I'm, so, I'm sorry, this is that's how I see it. But uh, anyway, of course, uh, moving right along, speaking of speak of the devil. Hot uh, Um one of your newest <laughs> projects and I I'm, I'm proud to talk about this Lupin the 3rd: The Woman Called Fujiko Mine hits shelves on Blu-ray and limited edition Blu-ray DVD July 30th. What was it like getting mm-hmm. to reprise an awesome role and getting to work again with Richard Abcar, who played Jigen in the Genion dubbing but now plays Zenigata in the Funimation dub? Uh
1: it was really fun. I mean, I've never worked with Funimation before and um Chris Abbott directed and, um, you know, he called me up last year uh, and he was like, hey, you know, we got to reprise Fujiko and are you interested? And I was like, oh, (laughs) Texas, huh? So, you know, it's like flying to Texas and, um, you know, doing the whole thing and it was a lot of work. And um, it was hard because we, you know, we, we recorded it basically in like a weekend. And um, then I, I came, I went back and did a DVD special. So Richard was there. It was me and Richard and Chris and Mike McFarland and um, who else? Uh, Sunny, is it Sunny? I can't remember. Sunny
0: Straight. Sunny Straight. Sunny
1: Straight. He, Sonny straight. Sonny Strait, um, who plays Lupin. So we all did, you know, we did the DVD extra, which will be available, um, I guess, when you purchase the DVD. And it was a blast, like, just getting to, you know, it was like we just sitting there just chatting, you know, and they videotaped it. I'm sure, I haven't seen it, um, but I'm sure they edited some stuff out of it. But it was one of the funnest, like, DVD extra recordings I've ever done. So <laughs> it was me and all the guys. Fujiko yeah. and the
0: guys. So. Now, I gotta, I gotta say, Michelle, when I heard that you were gonna be doing Fujiko again, my heart just like, oh God, heck yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> yes. But well, then I saw the cast and I was, oh man, how could they screw this? Up. If you're going to bring up back uh, the original... Uh... Physical... You got to bring back the ones that made the show great. You got, and this is nothing against Chris Sabat and Sonny Stray. I love these guys. You know, we 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 just had Chris on the yeah. show last month, but um, but but Richard knows this. Richard knows this, that I I'm not a really big fan of Chris Sabat's Jiga because he calls Lupon boss, and that makes it kind of sound like like Rocky from The Bugs Bunny. He's like I'm expecting Lupon to go all right, Jigan, toin it on the light. And, and no, no, because I, I grew up, I grew up watching the pioneer version where it was, it was you, Richard Epcar, Lex Lang, Tony Oliver, and Dan Martin, and it really just ate at me to to know that only know. two of the five. You
1: know what? Can- I know, I know, And listen, I had a lot of trepidation about doing the show because they weren't bringing back the the cast that I had worked with. Um, and I really thought about it a lot, and 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 a part of me felt guilty. And I was like, well, that's not fair, you know. I want I want us all to be back together and to do the show, but they, but you know, Funimation didn't have the the budget for that because oh, um, so. we were all LA based actors, so they couldn't really they couldn't really do it. But Chris was like, you know, well. Fujiko since the since the story is surrounding you know, is about her, um, you know, he felt it was important to to have me there because, you know, he felt I was the best rendition of Fujiko. So and it, and the content is pretty hardcore. Um, you know, she's naked a lot and there's a lot of violence. So, you know, it worked out. Um, I felt terrible. Like, every time I saw Tony, and I love Tony Oliver. He's one of my favorite directors and actors, and I couldn't say anything to him about it. And, you know, he was Lupin when when I was Fujiko, and he was such a great Lupin, and we had such great chemistry, you know? So it'll be interesting to see how if this one all pieces together. You know, I'll be curious to see. I'm sure it sounds great, and I know Sunny. Like I heard some of what Sonny did, you know, in the booth and it sounded great. So you know, I think um I think Funimation, I don't think they're gonna disappoint us. I think it's gonna I think it'll turn out. It'll be great. And Twitch's make it a lot. Did I mention that? <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
0: What? What? Wait, hold on, hold on, What? Oh, oh boy. I don't I don't know, Michelle. Uh, I don't know that. Jeez, oh, let's see. Watch. Is that, I, I, is that
1: an NBA? Did I just give away too much information?
0: I, I don't. <laughs> Did think I mention
1: Fujiko's naked a lot?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. Hang on. I gotta. You know, I wasn't gonna buy this DVD. Now I gotta. I gotta do the pro. Okay. Okay. On the con side, you know, Tony Oliver and Lex Lang and Dan Marner. And then on the positive side, Fujiko's naked a lot. A lot. A lot. Now, I, I mean, how much? I, I mean. I mean, I mean, how much are we are we talking nudity wise? I mean, we I need I need a ratio here of you know what? Are we going to say maybe one in every five scenes, or or maybe one in every episode? I I
1: I, well, I, I, I think I, there's I, at least one in every episode, but there's a lot of graphic, sexually graphic
0: content. Mm, and, oh, I do, uh, yeah. Man. Oh, Jiminy Christmas, Michelle. That's, that's really but, making it oh, kind of oh. hard to resist. Oh, man. Well,
1: yeah, get out there and buy that darn DVD.
0: Oh, boy. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What should I Okay, 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 <laughs> okay Michelle. We've we talked and, about and
1: it. You gotta buy it. Because the DVD extra is going to be really funny, and you guys will love it. So you got to buy the DVD for the extra. you got to buy it, okay. you know.
0: All right, hey okay, yeah, oh, okay, okay, Michelle, okay, after taking a, a poll, uh, we've decided, yes, we are going to buy the woman called Fuchiko Mine, and you know what, if we can get an extra copy of it, you know who knows, maybe we'll even give away a copy on the program for so one of you, well, can, say you can say it, and uh, you know <laughs> I, I you know. On the plus, on the, on the negative side, you know, you don't have the original cast. But on the positive side, you got Michelle doing Fujiko, which I think, you know, might just
1: balance it out a little and, you know, make it okay. I, yeah, I mean, Chris, you know, Chris Sabat was wonderful recording, and he was like, "Listen, you, you know, thank God we had you." He said, "You, you made the show. You brought the show to life." Um, you know, just because the story surrounds her, it was important to him to have a good Fujiko. You know, yeah. I mean everybody's good obviously. Everybody's good. He wouldn't cast anybody that wasn't good. Everybody's phenomenal actors and they bring their characters to life. Um but he was really pleased when I when I agreed to to come on board. So,
0: yes, um, yes. I, I mean a lot of voice actors are good. A lot of female voice actors are good, but you Michelle, you're Fujiko good. <laughs>
1: Thank yeah. you,
0: thank you very yeah. much <laughs> I love that um, So anyway, um, moving right along uh, BlogTalkRadio.com, this is Dennis Daniels Show. We've got Michelle Ruff on the air, best known as Fujiko Mine from Lupin Third, And a whole truckload of characters that could all kick my butt And of course uh, yeah, the, woman call, yeah, the Of course the woman called Fujiko Mine hits shelves July 30th from Funimation And if there's only one reason you get it, it's for the Fujiko nudity Get it So um, anyway <laughs> I'm sorry. Now that's going to be the the reason that they buy it. Sorry, one, Mom. Ironically,
1: sorry,
0: Mom. ironically, you know, ironically, that's a pseudonym you use. You use Georgette Rose as a as a pseudonym for, pseudonym for your for, for when you're acting sometimes, and I, I find that pretty cool. Not you know. anymore. Not anymore. Oh. No, I
1: uh, just did that in the very beginning, but I don't do that anymore.
0: anymore. So, um. Anyway, are there uh, any other projects or shows that you're working on that you could tell us about?
1: Uh well I just revoiced I don't know if there's any horror fans out there but um I just did uh, you know the Chucky Child's Play series the movies with the with Chucky the scary doll here
0: Chucky here Chucky
1: here Chucky Chucky so I'm the good I'm the new new I'm the new voice of the good guy you know the good doll Chucky Hi I'm Chucky. Wanna play? <laughs> oh. yes. No. Yes.
0: Little creepy dolls.
1: Little creepy doll, yep, little creepy doll. So that was fun. I got to work with the director on that, and, um, you know, it was cool. I mean, it's like a cult classic, you know? Uh,
0: too it's scary for me, classic. Michelle. Too scary uh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God. I thought it so was is, a movie.
0: Gonna, the, so, is, is this a um, is this a, a direct to to video movie, or are we going to be able to see it in a theater near you?
1: I have no idea. I don't know if they do they even release those movies in the theater anymore. I don't even know. They'll I'm not sure. It'll probably be like you know on cable, and then you know you'll be able to buy it on DVD if you want it. I doubt it'll be in the theater. I'd be surprised. Uh-huh. Although you never know, you never know because well, you know.
0: Well, the movies keep putting Russell Crowe in in all these mo- different. Wait, am I thinking? No, let, <laughs> let me try that. Let me try that joke again. That was a. Well, for some reason, Michelle, they keep putting Russell Brand in movies, so I don't see why this movie wouldn't have a chance in a theater.
1: I like Russell Brand. He's funny, darling. Funny. Well, he's, he's he's funny. Don't you know? He's funny. <laughs> but – I don't see what's so. F-
0: I don't get half of the stuff he says. He just talks in an accent, and people want to give him all this I money. Say it, he looks very
1: fast, and you're not sure what's coming out of his mouth. And he's uh. very drunk all the time.
0: I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pushing it. Him just watching him in Despicable Me. I'm pushing it already.
1: But oh. you now,
0: if I if I can give Chucky a ch- if I can if I can give the woman called Fujiko Mini a chance, maybe I can give Russell Brand a chance. There you okay, which, go. There you
1: go. So don't um, judge. Don't
0: judge. I won't. I won't. So um are there any new convention appearances coming up that you can tell us about?
1: Um, I have one in the works, uh, possibly in Arizona, but it's nothing is set in stone yet, so I can't, I shouldn't really say. Um you know, I don't do a lot of conventions just because um it's difficult for me to get away. I try and pick one or two a year that I go out to. Um, so if this one works out then it then it'll be the beginning of the year. Uh but I don't have any nothing set in stone as of yet. Aww. Nothing set in stone. I wanna come to New York. I wanna go to New York. Yeah yeah I hear I... city yeah. I've never been to to the city before. <laughs> if anybody's yeah. listening, I want to come to New York. <laughs> three
0: words, three words, Michelle con I've been to Otacon
1: in Boston. You gotta you
0: you gotta come back for the twentieth anniversary. If if Otacon is listening, get her back for the twentieth anniversary. She's worth it.
1: <laughs> Do they have, Are they under new management? Otacon. Um.
0: To be honest, I I have no idea. Let me let me let me check. I I I don't know. I just I, all I know is that we are um we're doing press for Odacon uh, this August, and it oh, really cool. uh, we're really excited. They've got some great guests so far that we can't wait to to do interviews with, and we, you're only going to hear them right here on the Dennis Daniel Show's Otaconathon 2013. So you might want to <laughs> like us on Facebook, and of course wait, oh, and...
1: Dennis, did you just say Otaconathon?
0: Yeah, the Otaconathon. <laughs> you take Odacon, little dash a, little dash son. Not, fun. Odacon, fun.
1: Odacon, fun. Odacon, fun. Odacon,
0: fun. Because with this interview, we are officially on the road to the 20th anniversary of Otakon. And, and, and while I'm plugging Facebook pages, I might as well uh, plug. You actually have a Facebook page you're, uh, yourself. It's the. I do. Um, it's the Michelle Ruff voiceover fan page, and you can find it at facebook.com forward slash Michelle Ruff voiceover fan page. And that might be a little little uh, little lot to take in, so we'll probably post a link on our Twitter page.
1: Thank you for doing that. So Very have, nice of you. You have over
0: uh, eleven 1, hundred fans or likes so far. Not bad. Thank you. Seems like uh seems you. like I'm just I'm looking here. seems like you're having a lot of fun, and for some reason the photo of Looks like Vic Mignogna hugging a clone trooper helmet for some reason. Weird, but then again, Vic is kind of weird too.
1: Like
0: I'm He's weird. I, He's
1: weird in a good way. I I I love,
0: He's I love weird. Vic. He's a cool yeah. cat. He's a cool. He but I just cool guy. Guy. i was checking it out, and you've done some uh, you gotta do some cool stuff. I I see a photo here from last year. You uh, got to actually uh, do something for Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yes,
1: yeah, I, I did. I did a couple of shots. For, uh Jimmy Kim alive that's, that's that's pretty cool you know you, you see now yeah, you're, they do spook, you know they do their spooked um their scenes and then they hire actors to do like the voiceover stuff you know, that, that, that's pretty
0: cool I mean you've done all kinds of cool stuff outside of just you know voice acting for for anime i I know that uh you've done um I'm just trying to pull up. I, I, I know, and, and when I heard this, I couldn't believe this. I know that you were actually in the pilot for what I thought was the uh, very popular cartoon, The Oblongs. You were yeah. you were in the pilot. You got to be in Lost, to Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, Zen Tricks. You know, a lot of cool mm-hmm. stuff outside of anime. So, I mean, you. it Thank seems you. like you had a really cool career in, in just acting all together. And, you know, it's it, yeah. it, it, it just...
1: I'm very lucky.
0: I'm very blessed. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, anyway, before we go, Michelle, we got a couple of uh, listener questions out there because apparently some of our listeners want to ask you questions. uh, okay. and, uh If you Let's guys have a question up,
1: for me, and I gotta go.
0: Okay. Um, uh, okay. Uh, well, well, we'll make this uh, really quick. Um, a lot of them are uh, a voice request, so we'll try to keep the we'll keep the minimum. We'll keep them to a very minimum because you know you're probably tired from a long day of being an awesome badass voice actress. Uh-huh. <laughs> and humble to boot, kids. Um, here's uh, our, our first question is from Rko2582. Out of all the characters you've done over your voiceover career, which one is near and dear to your heart the most? Uh,
1: again, asking me to pick my favorite child. Uh, well, I guess. Um, well, you could always um, near and dear. It. I'm gonna say. You know what? I'm gonna say rookie. I'm gonna say rookie Akutsuki because. Well, she's the longest running character and um you know, like we were talking about earlier, she's kinda of like family now. So, you know, and I will really miss her when she's gone and we're not doing bleach anymore. So I'm gonna pick Rupia. Good answer. Good good
0: good answer. Thank Go you. clap.
1: Thank
0: you. Okay, um <laughs> Okay, I, I, another question we have from a listener, and this, is, and this one's actually kind of a running joke on this show because we asked this with um, Wendy Lee and we asked this one with Karen Strassman. It's, it's a question and a, a voice request. It's, um, um, could you guys ask if, uh, could you ask, could you, all right, let me try to try that again, I'm tired and whatnot. Could you guys ask Sukasa Higri from Lucky Star, which side of a Chaco Cornet is the head, the fat end or the skinny end? I don't know, I don't remember <laughs> you never remember Sukasa. Really like the for all I know, I don't know exactly what a choco cornet is, and I've been asked this question three times already, and i I not got you got this little in right there. You got this this little fat in right there. I, again, like I said, the only Cornette that I seem to know nowadays is James E. Cornette. I don't want to see sports entertainment and flying donkeys all around. I think it's garbage, I think it's insulting, and I think it's a shame to a fine sport like this. Down south where I come from, they know wrestling. They were brought up on it. They grew up on it, and they respect it. And that concludes the third part of this running joke on the show, because... That was a guy named James E Cornett. So again, I, we, this, this starts back in 2010 when we asked which side was ahead because the only Cornette that we really knew was this wrestling manager named James E Cornette, because his name sounds like Chaco Cornette. It's a great joke. So all you gotta do is ask C- Carrie Walgren about this, and then the joke is complete. And I I think that's that's great. Um, okay. Um. Well, Michelle. Well, anyway, um. Before we let you go. What? What? <laughs> A little, little, yeah. That's half. the <laughs> half. <laughs> I know that's me half the time on the show. Um, anyway, uh, before we go, we have one final question we'd like to ask all our voice actors. Our show f- entertains a lot of people who want to get their start in the voice acting industry. Um, do you have any advice for those you know who want to get their start, the, vo- the vi- advice for the, um, for the theater majors, the drama majors, mm-hmm. the voicing majors? Do you have any advice mm-hmm. for them to have some kind of prolific career like you've had?
1: You know, I would just, say to practice your craft and enjoy what you're doing and don't think about, you know, the money or where you're going or, you know, it's like, there's no direct path and not everybody's path is the same. Like, I know, you know, a lot of different voice actors who we all have different career paths. You know, we've all gotten to where we're at, following different roads. So, but I would say the the main threat is, is to you know be a good actor and don't be afraid to ask questions of people and to ask for help um you know I kind of like to pay it forward. There's a few people here in l a that i've I've helped and given advice to and you know spent time with on the phone and emailing back and forth and i mean i um you know you just. You have to just ask questions and tell people you're available and and get with somebody to do a great demo tape, um, you know, and be a good actor, be a good actor. And I always say improv is an excellent skill to have when you're in the recording booth. Improv is probably the best skill that I use when I'm in the booth, you know, because you got with voice acting, you got to be fast on your feet. You gotta be real quick and you know, you don't have a lot of time to think about stuff. So, um improv number one, baby.
0: Improv number one, baby. Improv no, I'm number
1: sure. one. Well, it, it
0: sounds like you know you've had such a, a prolific career, and of course, it's not—it's just beginning. I cannot wait to see um, to see uh, one. You see, you one day, you know, you're doing just your own show. You're doing your yeah, heck. You could even do an improv show like those shows on on the TBS and the ABC and all that stuff. You know, I I I, I think, and I, even if that doesn't work. You've got a voice that can bend, it can it won't break, it'll stretch, it'll spin, it'll twirl, it'll go upside down, it'll go three hundred and sixty degrees. You've got great accents, you've got great tone, you've got great depth, you've got great characterization, and you know, I I don't see I don't see any stop signs on your road to your, you know, already lengthy and longevitous or longevitous career. And I think oh, I cannot thank wait. Thank you. I cannot that wait. So I cannot wait to see the woman called Fujiko Mine which hits shelves July 30th from Funimation. But before we go, we've got we got one can we can we can we ask Fujiko one question? Sure. Fujiko, on behalf of myself and Lupin fans around the world, we all want to know, when the fuck are you two going to get married?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, jeez.
1: We're never going
0: to get married <laughs> <laughs> Well that's that, that's okay Pujico, But you can always stick around with me Dennis Daniel, the cult of personality America's next big radio personality The old pay sensation You can milk me for every dime that I got And everything I got afterwards Because hey, I never get tired Because you're a sucker for
1: big boobs Come on <laughs> I gotta say
0: she's You're the breast
1: oh that this was this was
0: this was absolutely perfect oh god unfortunately guys it is now time to wrap up the dennis daniels show michelle thank you so much for being on the program And it was that's truly that's a huge that. honor, guys. Get Lupin the Third, the woman called Fuchikomine, when it hits shelves on Blu-ray and limited edition Blu-ray, July thirtieth from Funimation. You should be watching. And if you like the old cast, be sure to check out Lupin the Third Part Two and The Secret of Mamo, now available on Hulu for free streaming. You don't gotta pay a dime if you want to relive all the classic antics on there. And uh, of course, a lot of the shows Michelle's in are on there, like Chobits, uh, Girls Bravo. Um, I believe Gurren Logan's on there. Uh, again, all wow. these great shows. I know, all these great shows, and they're on Netflix. So there's no reason you shouldn't be watching. So, Michelle, well, thank thanks. you thank you so much for being on the program. And until next time, this is Daniel. Uh, pff, until I next time, that. this is Dennis Daniel <laughs> Show saying, good night, Fujiko. Good night, Dennis.
1: Good night, Dennis. <laughs>